0: Real values, real people, real community radio. And I'm very pleased to say that we have got Peter Wattop joining us in just a second to tell us about the situation that is going on in India with COVID and how the Lepsie Mission is responding to that. Uh, Peter, are you there, sir?
1: Yes, I am. Thanks very much for inviting me on the show.
0: Well, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Uh, and we appreciate you being a, a friend of the station and all the things that you are doing to serve people worldwide. Um, I think it'd be important, perhaps, I, I know the majority of our listeners will already be aware, they'll have seen on the news, but actually for some people who maybe aren't fully understanding what's going on at the moment in India, could you just give us a snapshot of the situation as you understand it? Because I understand you're in regular contact with people in India, daily contact. In fact, if you could just give us a, a brushstroke of what's happening, and then we can talk about the details of how your organisation is responding.
1: I can. I'm sure that many, many of your listeners are watching the news in the evening and seeing the horrific photos that are being sent back from India. People in the streets queuing to get into hospitals, two to a bed, uh, and people not being able to get in until there's a death and replacing them. But, you know, whatever, whatever we're seeing, the stories that we're hearing from our teams in India are worse actually. So if I tell you, for example, I uh, I was in a presentation this morning from Dr Ruby at our 90 hospital this morning. She was actually um, speaking to us from her home uh, because she had COVID. She's a consultant in our 90 hospital. 80% of the staff are currently positive with COVID in that hospital, working from home, and they are speaking to patients remotely, giving them the the best advice they can. So only 20% of the staff in the hospital are able to actually be there. Um, You know, the wards are full. There's people outside waiting for treatment. Um, So, you know, whatever you're hearing, it's dire and it's scary to staff. I've never heard this said before, but Dr. Ruby said this morning she's more worried for her staff at the moment than the patients because it's a bit like the, um, you know, when you get on an aeroplane, they say first look after yourself with the oxygen mask before you look after other people she's feeling that at the moment that you know they're they're struggling to help the patients because they, they've got their own problems
0: yeah of course well if they can't if they can't keep themselves safe and fit and well then they can't help other people absolutely i can fully understand that uh, and, uh, yeah. and India is a, a vast vast nation we're a huge population i think it's 1.4 billion people um and i uh, almost almost half a billion of those are, are aged over 40 so it's going to be if they, if, they, if this is rav- just absolutely ravaging through um the population and it's i think i understand that it's a more uh, contagious variant of covid that they've got uh, what hope yeah. is there what, what 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 can you do we're seeing all the stuff about there's no medical supplies there's no oxygen and yet you've got hospitals uh leprosy mission hospitals that that you guys are working with and through what is it that what is it that they can achieve and, and how can us here as listeners do anything to try and support such a terrible situation?
1: Yeah, well, it, yeah, the, the first feeling, just as you said, is what hope is there? What can we do? Um, but we have, we have 13 hospitals across India and five of them have been selected already and probably the rest will be to be specialist COVID response centres because of many of them are in the more remote areas where they're, you know, they're the only hospitals um, where people can reach And so when once they are made, you know, a response center, then they will have priority access to the vaccinations, to the to the resources they need to treat people properly. There still won't be enough. Don't get me wrong. There still won't be enough. But um, but but at least that will help. We but also money talks in India, you will have seen on the news that hospitals can't get oxygen cylinders. But the but members of the public that have got money can queue and can buy them. And indeed. They are buying oxygen cylinders and taking them into the hospitals, um, to, to you know, for their own relations that are in hospital beds. So, in funding our hospitals in India, um, then we are able we are giving them the resources to go and get what they need. Um, and although there's a shortage of vaccinations, there is, it's not that there's no vaccinations, and certainly, it's the hospitals are that are receiving that reply. So that's that that, that helps. But um, every little counts at the moment. If I can just say, I think I do need to say this. We just had uh, an amazing response from our supporters. And I know that uh, Hope are very supportive of us uh, of the Lepsi mission, and we really appreciate that. And so we've just finished a huge appeal for Mozambique, which has got its own problems. And so we felt that we shouldn't be asking for more money um, at this time. Yet, just only a few days after finishing the, the last appeal... Our supporters were coming to us and saying, "What are you doing for india? we've got to help and this made us realize that actually you know we, we we've got to get on with this emergency appeal which was launched on Friday, and the money's already coming in, and people are responding so that is making a difference. We also are a Christian organization of course, so we believe that prayer makes a difference too uh, so there are there are many ways of, of you know of helping us with our work, but this money goes a long way in india um, and although when you think about the numbers of people involved, you think you know what how can we make a difference actually we can make a difference to a lot of people uh with the small resources that that you know that we have and it's it's not insignificant um, the resources that we have but it but it feels like it when you look at the scale of the problem well, but we it, absolutely can make a difference for a lot of people
0: if you if if you save one person maybe who's the breadwinner in a family then actually you've potentially saved a family from a horrendous future so everybody you save is well worth saving so you you said in India, money goes a long way. In the UK, to run a, say, a bed in an intensive care unit is ridiculously expensive. How much do you need maybe to support somebody who's got COVID and needs some sort of treatment and help? At the for, for How much does it cost for a 24 hours, say?
1: OK, well, I can give you, you know, the exact figures, actually, because we, we absolutely have to know the answers to those questions when we are going out to appeal. Um, to raise money for this specific cause. So £11.50 um, can supply 24 hours of care in a hospital bed in one of our lepsy mission hospitals. And £32.50 can supply a COVID vaccination and the transport for people affected by lepsy to get into the vaccination centres and have that vaccination. So that, you know, I think that's really significant if you think what it would cost for a patient in the UK to be in a hospital bed and receive that, you know, intensive care in the UK 11 pound 50 is an is a
0: wonderful investment uh, that, that, for 11 pounds 50 and honestly people say it's cheap as chips if i went to the local chip shop and bought and chips for my family it's going to cost substantially more than that and yet you're telling me for that actually you can provide life-saving treatment for somebody so yeah. so I, I i know that people sometimes don't like uh, appeals and i understand you tra- being resistant to, to have an appeal but actually i think it'd be sensible right now could, could you just for our listeners who are right now going you know what we would like to make a difference uh, how can they donate to this cause?
1: Okay, it's quite easy. So if you go onto our website, so you can either Google TLMEW, which is the Lepsy Mission England and Wales, and that will uh, that will take you to our website, or the website address is thelepsimission.org.uk. Make sure you come to the England and Wales website, not our international website, which can be a problem. Go to the England and Wales website. You will then see a big red button that says uh, Donate Online. You can click through that, and within a minute you, you can make a donation, as I say, eleven pound fifty. You know, funds twenty four hours care for for a COVID patient affected by lepsy So it's a it's a wonderful thing to do.
0: So, uh, and uh, the COVID thing is absolutely the priority. I understand. That. What happens uh, if your hospitals are being repurposed to become COVID centres? um What happens to the patients that you were treating in those centres for leprosy itself? If you don't mind me asking.
1: Yeah. Well. It's not that we're not prioritising um, patients with lepsy but they will be pro- patients with lepsy with COVID will absolutely be prioritised. And the communities that live around the hospitals, that you know, that that are effectively the lepsy colonies, um, they're struggling because they can't go out and beg, which is sometimes the way they earn their money. Um, but the hospital will be ensuring that they understand that the the treatment is available for them if they if they connect with COVID. But there's also outreach from the hospital, so there are staff that go out from hospitals into the communities um, and, the, and the treatment for lepsy is, is a long-term issue. I mean you raise an impo- important point though because di- the diagnosing of new cases of lepsy in the last 12 months has really dropped and some people would see that as a good sign because there's less cases of lepsy. We know that's not the case. We know it's that. The resources hadn't been there to you know to spot the, the signs people have been worried or scared about coming to the hospitals so we believe that post-covid there will be an explosive ex- an explosion of new cases of lepsy but that's for the future at the moment it's ensuring that we are able to support our hospitals and the staff who you've already heard you know are suffering with covid to do what they can for everyone um but you know for us obviously there's a special part of people affected by lepsy but our hospitals you know, have been designated a COVID centre for all. Um but but certainly our our lepsy patients would always have
0: priority. that mm, uh, I, I I've got to say it's a challenge. I remember when we had actually warm hospital had come uh, on the show talking about the situation that they were going through and how desperate that was and how hard it was for them to prioritize and all things had to change and, and not do because they had to focus on the absolute critical stuff which was was the covid patients at that point uh, and it, that's hard in the uk context but uh, in an india context where it is, is they, they called it a tsunami of, of covid and I, I from what you're describing that is a very accurate uh, and uh, worrying um definition of it um you mentioned yeah. that the, the mission of course is uh, a, a christian organization as as well as being uh serving um it'd be great if you were happy for you to pray uh right now and our listeners can join in with that prayer
1: yeah that would be fantastic thank you for that opportunity so yeah father god thank you um for our wonderful supporters that are responding uh, to the needs in India, and I just want to pray for those needs. I want to pray for every member of staff who do give their lives sacrificially, um, working for far less financial reward than anywhere else where um, to serve people affected by epilepsy. We thank you that despite the fact that many of them have COVID, they are still working through this remotely, helping the patients that what you need. Them. We thank you for the lives that have been transformed, but we pray for more of that, Father God. We are greedy. Uh, in asking you to reach out to the most vulnerable people in the world. So I pray that you will, you will bless um, this time that we've had um, speaking to our listeners um, and that uh, you will bring your magic touch uh, to those inc- incredibly generous donations that, that are already coming in for our Endure Appeal and you will use that to transform the lives of some of the most vulnerable people in the world. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen
0: amen thank you very much peter for that prayer and all thank that you've shared you shared with us today can you just tell us the website address one more time yes the that's nice and easy the mission.org.uk. well peter i hope say i'm saying that le- right it might be it might be mission.org. yeah sorry
1: leprosymission.org.uk mission.org.uk. I, I should have double checked it yeah. <laughs> that's great <laughs> sorry <laughs> i should know I, that shouldn't i but yes yeah It's okay. yes, all right you've got right, on your you. mind. that's no problem yes yeah yeah so P- Peter in there. okay
0: chief executive yes. of the liberacy mission thank you so much for joining us today on hope fm drive and we just wish you every sincere blessing with this situation as it develops and and i i, I hope it improves but to be honest with you i am suspecting it's going to get worse before it gets better but i do hope that uh, your organization takes the right steps to be able to uh, bring relief to many uh, god bless you thanks very much for joining the show thank
1: you so much thank you
0: For more inspirational interviews, podcasts and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again.